Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, I'm a couple of hours later than I was supposed to be today. I apologize. Um, Matt and I have had a couple of days of doctor's appointments and I was running a little bit late. Um, but I'm really excited to be here because I want to talk about this. And I I feel like sometimes when I come on and I talk about dating coaching and mindful dating and my perspective on you know, dating and opening your heart to finding love, I get a little bit concerned that people are misunderstanding me for one thing. Um, And I also get concerned that part of the reason people misunderstand is actually the lenses through which they're listening or the ways that they're hearing me, how they translate my words into things that I'm not actually saying. Because I totally do believe that if you have a deep desire in your heart to have a loving partnership, that's because God, the universe, Joanna, whoever wants you to have it. I'm not sure what your spiritual belief is, but I believe that if that's a deep longing you have, it's because it's already out there for you. It's because the kind of relationship that really is going to make your heart sing is what the universe wants to bring into into being, and it can only come through you. I have a very deeply held spiritual belief about that. And it's, it's cool if we have a difference of opinion about it, but I really do believe it. But then when I'm talking about this, I hear so many women say, Things about how they have to, they're worried about their age, they're worried about their weight, they're worried about their income, they're afraid there's nobody out there for them, they talk about everything they're seeing, and it sort of reminds me of, well, it doesn't remind, what it reminds me, it makes me think, wow, this is so fascinating to me, because I'm talking to women who have advanced degrees. I'm talking to women who have owned a business or who have run a business or have been a chair of a department. I'm talking to women who are intelligent and educated. And it's so hard for them when they start to think about dating to imagine dating from a place of power. They immediately go to a narrative that to me sounds disempowered and disempowering. And it's fascinating. And I know that it has so much to do with all of the cultural baggage that we carry about how women aren't supposed to be too aggressive, too assertive, too overbearing. We're supposed to play small, especially in a relationship. We're not supposed to intimidate people. We also have these sort of romantic notions and we can blame Disney. We can blame, I don't know, fairy tales, whatever. But we have these romantic notions that if we're going to find love, it should happen organically. It should happen in our daily life and naturally flow. And we shouldn't have to put any effort into it at all. And if it's meant for us, then it'll happen in the checkout line. And we get this sort of like starry-eyed dreamy thing about how it's just going to happen. But none of these women had that attitude about their career. And if you're listening to this right this minute or on a playback, and you're relating to, I have a career, I have a degree and an advanced degree. I'm I'm a professional person with a paycheck. I, I live in a home. I may even own a home and a car. 
did you just kind of think that was going to happen for you? Or did you decide that you were going to send an application into school? Like you do things. And when you're an empowered, successful woman, it's totally 100% acceptable to bring that empowerment and that clarity and that dedication and determination to your love life. In fact, it might even be required. So it's not, you would never think that you are going to accidentally end up owning a business. You're accidentally going to end up getting a master's degree. You don't accidentally get any achievement that you've worked for. And if you can relate to this, if, I mean, if you can relate, if you have a, if you have a degree or you've been to school, you're, you have accomplished a major goal in your life, pop that into the comments because they really want to know that you can relate to what I'm saying is I have had to work for all the success I got. Nobody just handed me the MD. I had to study for the MCATs. I had to get good grades in, in college so I could get into medical school. Then I had to get through it and I had to do my residency. I had to apply to other classes and other programs. Like I've had to work at jobs. Money doesn't just fall into my lap. I didn't, I didn't inherit money, you know, from my family. I didn't grow up wealthy. Like these things didn't just get handed to me. And I know that's true of you. And the reason I'm taking such great pains to list out all the things you have had to work for, because you probably are in the same situation. The reason I'm taking such great pains to list all of these things is because somehow when we start to think about creating an amazing, extraordinary relationship, we stop. We, we get dead in our tracks. And it would be like if you were looking for a house and you were to go to, I don't know, just wherever you don't know what you're looking for in a house. And I was, I was just talking to a real estate agent today, which is, which is why this is on my mind. She said, yeah, this is reminding me of when people, you know, people that I take looking for a house, if they don't know what they're looking for, it's really hard to help them find a house. And they look at house after house after house, and they have no idea. And it takes forever. Whereas people who have thought about what they want and they get clear on what they want, they know what they're looking for. They tell me what they're looking for. When they see it, they know and they buy it. They don't hesitate. So she's really distinguishing here between the people who take the time to get that clarity and the people who don't. And the other thing she's talking about, really, and she mentioned this also, is like, wow, you know, I put all this effort into my career. I would never not put it into my career. Why is it that I think I can't do that in my relationships? And then it kind of came out. So if you're if you're here, you're popping in, and you're you're listening to this. These are some cultural burdens that people carry that make it really hard, as women, to go out in the world and get that relationship that you really most want. The number one problem or number one barrier is the people pleasing part. The idea that women are supposed to be the ones that grease the wheels and keep things running smoothly. The idea that women are supposed to avoid conflict, the idea that we're here to sort of make other people happy, that it's somehow wrong if we say what we really want. We are not supposed to do that. There's a sort of cultural prohibition. And that might be like a little worse for women who are over 30, maybe over 40. But there's that cultural prohibition that says we're supposed to go with the flow. And the second problem is the idea that if we have to work out it, it can't be romance. If we have to put effort into it, it's not romantic. But here's the thing. All the extraordinary things take effort. They all do. They all take dedication and commitment. 
That's the first thing. The second thing is you really are a badass. So you're going to have to date like a badass. You can't date from your people pleasing parts. You're going to have to develop that self-leadership and be really confident and courageous about being your boldest, badassiest self. Because when you are out in the world being your boldest, badassiest self, when you go on dates from that place of clarity and you know what it is you're about, you know what you want to create. And you're not taking shit from anybody about it. And you're not going to be told you can't have what you want because that's what you want and you're going to get it. That is the place from which you will begin to shift everything in your relationships, dating relationships, work relationships, friendships. When you get that clear that you have an extraordinary life that you are working to create and you're not accepting anything less, you go on dates and you say, yeah, this is what I want. I don't know what your, your dream is. Say, okay, say you want to start an organic farm. I'm just going to go back to the organic farm thing. It's not something I want, but say you want an organic farm. And you're like, yeah, I really want to have an organic farm and I want to have a partner and this is how I want our relationship to be. And I would really like to have cows and sheep on the farm. And you go on a date with someone who says, well, don't you think that's kind of heavy to talk about on the first date? And like, oh, absolutely not. I think it's a really great plan, in fact. And the right person for me is going to be down for that. So you immediately know this person's not for you, but if you're not living into your boldest, badassiest self, if you're not dating from that place of confidence and courage, when someone questions you, you're going to fall apart and you would never do that in your professional life. And I just want to invite you to be your professional self, even in your dating and romantic lives. Because here's the thing, it's so romantic to be a badass. It's so romantic to have the life that you have always envisioned. It really is. And and you don't dis you don't like send send back your paycheck because oh I had to work to get it. It doesn't matter. You don't do that. You stick with it. You might apply to many different jobs. You might try many different things. You put at some persistent effort in and you never discount it. In fact, you value it more because you put that effort into it. It means more to you. It doesn't mean less because someone didn't just walk in and say, oh, you are exactly what we've always wanted. Would you come work for us? That just doesn't happen. It's not realistic. We know it's not in work. And it's not going to be unromantic in real life when you put that effort in either. You're going to value that relationship because you have handcrafted it. You've put the effort in to figure yourself out, to learn how to love yourself, to learn how to be yourself, and to show up right from the very first date as your boldest badass self and say what you want. Ask for it. And you're not going to let any joker or clown across the table tell you you can't have what you want. You will go on a date eventually with someone who says, you know what, that organic farm, that sounds awesome. I've always wanted to do that. I saw that movie, The Biggest Little Farm, and I thought that was really inspirational. I'd like to try that. And if you haven't seen that movie, by the way, it's amazing. That movie made me not want to have an organic farm, but it's a great movie. Anyway, um, so to go back to this, say that was your thing, organic farm, you want an organic farm. The right person for you is going to jump into that. And they might, or they might say, well, you know, I never thought about organic farming, but I do like, you know, I Sheep and, and cows, yeah, that could be kind of fun. I'd like to learn more about it. Where did you get into this? And then you could say, well, I saw the movie The Biggest Little Farm, and I was really inspired. And they will say, awesome, can I see that movie? I'd like to watch that with you. So they'll lean in a little and express some, some curiosity about your stuff and about your vision. And that is what I'm 100% in favor of, is you being that bold badass that you are in your professional life being that in your personal life, because 
too many of us, and I myself struggled with this for a really long time. I struggled in it in relationships with men and women. So it's really not a gender dynamic thing. I struggle because I am very much like a border collie personality. I'm the kind of person who's like border collies are really smart dogs and they need a job and they're ambitious and energetic. And I am a border collie. If you don't give me a job, I'm going to eat the furniture. I need to be on a task. I need to be learning. I'm driven. I'm a learner. I'm energized. And if I feel like I'm too much for people, I feel like I have to hold that back a little bit. And I was dating from a place of trying to hold it back. But then when it comes out later, and it will, the person isn't so happy with the energized, ambitious, achieving person in here. And so I had to learn to just get courageous enough to be that person right from the first date and to express in a really courageous way what it is I'm looking to create relationally because I wanted a really extraordinary relationship and I have one. If that's something that appeals to you, if you are like, yeah, I don't want to do like heteronormative role play. I want something deeper. I want something that's growth oriented. I want something that lights me on fire and thrills me. And I want to commit to an ongoing process of creating that with one person over time. That sounds appealing to you. Please drop it in the comments, make an appointment to talk with me in a breakthrough session or drop me, drop me a message because I can help you achieve that. Well, that's what I have today. I would love to know how this is hitting you um, and how this is landing with you in terms of the idea of being your boldest, badassiest self on dates. And if you can relate to what I'm hearing from so many women, it's really hard to be that in the dating world. So have a wonderful weekend. I am not going to be on live again until next week. And I don't know if I've made this announcement yet or not, but my IFS level one training starts next week. I'm really excited about that, which is going to give me even more expertise and skill in the IFS framework to use in my coaching practice. And so I have a bunch of stuff planned for you next week and some exciting announcements, and I will check in with you all then and let you know how it's going. Take care and have a wonderful night. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.